Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Uh, Bring the energy! It's happening. Get it, get it, get it, get it. for your lives. It's time for MP on the mic. Cunning, capable, agile, flexible. It gets me pumped and it gets me going. Michael Phillips is... MP on the mic. Happy Halloween to you. Michael Phillips, MP on the mic, is the program with you for the next two hours here on 910 The Fan 1051. FM Ben Standig joins us, talks Commanders football from The Athletic at 10.30. Our friends Darrell Young, Justice Miller drop by for their typical Tuesday visit at 11.15. Phone lines belong to you, 833-804-0910. This is 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. This is Sports Talk Call-In Radio, and our topic today to lead off is Sports Talk Call-In Radio, and specifically, coaches and call-in shows. Now, this used to be a big thing back in the day. Uh, you remember by, like, you know, the, the coach of the team would, like, go to an Applebee's and hang out and, like, take questions from fans for an hour. Uh, but but it kind of it, it went off the rails a little bit uh, when people realized they could use this to, like, make their point, do some bits, whatever it was. Uh, one, one of the great early ones, this is uh, Jimbo Fisher doing his Florida State call-in show after it was obvious he was going to leave for Texas A&M. Uh, here's one of the questions he got. Very excited when you came on board with the program. Very excited to have you as the offensive coordinator. Very excited when you became the head coach. Yes, sir. It's been kind of a tough season. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching a lot of your press conferences and how you would talk about how we need to be committed to the program and keep cheering for the team. And we need to be talking about that, about loyalty to the program. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, where's the loyalty to the program, Jimbo? <laughs> it's here tonight on Wednesday. It's here tonight on Wednesday, Michael. There you go. My, Michael gets escorted out pretty quickly after that. Coaches start getting it written into their contracts that they're not doing call-in shows, but the older coaches still do it. It's routine. Here's Bob Stoops down in Oklahoma taking on a bus driver. And I was just wondering, since we showed up, wondering uh, what you thought about the fan participation as opposed to player participation. What do you mean by that? I mean, I thought we did our part. 
I was hoping you thought we did our part as well. I, I think I thought you fans were fabulous. And I'm, I'm proud of my players, whether you are or not. I no, thought I'm my proud. players played hard. I, I thought they played hard the entire night. They made some mistakes. So be it. And if you... I'm, I'm, I'm a Sooner fan no matter what. Well, what did, what did you mean by player participation? Mainly, I was referring to that I thought our fans were pretty loud most of the time. I, I acknowledge that, and I agree with you totally. Now, I didn't understand your part about you threw in the players there, and I, I thought our players played hard. And I'll always back them on that. Okay, and I sure did the other night. Whether you appreciate it or not, they did. I'm sorry they made some mistakes. Thank you, Dwayne. We appreciate the phone call. They don't appreciate the phone call. Uh, spoiler, they, they never appreciate the phone call. It's a relic of a lost time, though. The coach has to subject himself to the people. It's like those videos in the Olympics where, like, you know, not everybody's the American media core. Like, you have, like, a runner from another country and they come in and the, the reporters, like, either like either applaud them or yell at them that you're a disgrace to the country. This is the atmosphere at the, at the college football coaches call-in show, uh, which they, they used to have to subject them to themselves to this all the time. We're running out of coaches that do it mainly because they don't want to get yelled at. Now, there's some coaches who still do it. There's some coaches who still believe in it. Nick Saban has been doing it for years. And Nick Saban, even this year, even when things were bad, Nick Saban knows how to take on the callers. He knows what he's doing. Coach, how are you, sir? Well, Pee Wee, I've been wanting to talk to you all week, man. I mean, we got to firm up the pocket. <laughs> we're setting too soft. We're getting pushed back in the middle. All right, everybody thinks we can't hold up against the blitz, but they're sacking us with four-man rush, one three-man rush. Only one sack came off of a pressure, so I wanted to ask you what the hell's going on. <laughs> well, I believe you covered it all right there, Coach. That was uh, Pee Wee calling in from Alabama to the Nick Saban show, which brings us, of course, to Monday night and Dabo Sweeney. He is the head coach of the Clemson Tigers, and he runs a call-in show I would guess mainly because he's never had he's never had to take negative questions. It's kind of just been a rocket ship to the top there at Clemson. He took over. They started winning. They won some more. They won natties. They won two national titles. They kept it rolling. Uh, but they've taken a step back recently. And on Saturday, they lost to NC State on something called the CW Network. And that's not where Clemson's fans envision themselves. And that's where Dabo Sweeney found himself Monday night at the at the Tiger Talk call-in show. So I'm curious, why are we paying you $11.5 million to go four and four? And it's not just this year. It's been it's been, you know, just the refusal to accept. That's it. That, 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 that's it. That's all we got. That's all they let him have. Dabo was ready though. Dabo went on a heater. He was not going to take this. Tyler. Hey, Tyler, I've, I've listened to enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you, can, you can have all your opinions that you want, all right? I don't know how old you are. Don't really care, all right? But let me tell you something. Um, we won 11 games last year, and you're part of the problem, to be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that. All you do is ex- the appreciation the expectation is greater than the appreciation, and that's the problem. 
And so, you know, we've won 12 10-plus win year, seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. So if you want to know why, Clemson ain't sniff a national championship for 35 years. We've won two in seven years. And there's only two other teams that can say that, Georgia and Alabama. Okay? Is this a bad year? Is this a – yeah. And that's my responsibility. Take 100% responsibility for it. But all this bull crap you're thinking, all these narratives you read, listen, man, you can have your opinion all you want. And you can apply for the job. And good luck to you. All right? But to answer your question, all right, we're second in draft picks. We've graduated 98% of our guys. We're second in wins. All right? We, we, if you, you'd want to know why, again, I'm telling you, we're not perfect. There's a lot of teams that, you know, Frank Howard never had a bad year. Coach Ford never had a bad year. Nobody's Coach K has never had a bad year in basketball. People have a bad year. But the part of the problem is the appreciation. I used to tell people all the time, they'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? I'm going to tell you, at, Cle- at some places there's an expectation, but at Clemson there's an appreciation. And what's happened at Clemson is is – We've won so much that even when we – it used to be the funds and the winning. Now, even when you win, people like you complain and criticize the coaches and question everything. People like you, all right, when I hired Tony Elliott to be the offensive coordinator who never called a play in his life, I'm sure you were critical then, all right, and he took us to two national championships. People like you – who just destro- love to, to destroy people with your comments, all right? I'm sure you've never made any bad decisions. I'm sure you've lived a perfect life. I'm sure you've never, I'm sure you've led a bunch of people. I'm sure you do your job in front. So to answer your question, I started as the lowest paid coach in this freaking business, all right? And I'm where I am because I've worked my ass off every single day. And I ain't going to let some smart-ass kid get on this phone and create this stuff. So if you got a problem with it, I don't care. All right? But you're not, I'm not going to sit here and let you call. I don't give a crap how much money I make. You ain't going to talk to me like I'm, like I'm 12 years old. You'd be freaking kidding me. Amen. <laughs> My my guy's Mo, Mo the bartender taking prank calls from Bart Simpson. There, it's gonna give it to him on the other end of the line. Uh, I respect the host the the host of the show. That's that's a fine line to walk, right? Like you got to have the coaches back no matter what. Amen, man. You said it. Wow, our fans are idiots. Anyway, thanks to the fans for coming out tonight. We uh, we really appreciate uh, you guys believing in the program. Sport Sport and Tiger Talk with Dabo Swinney. Yeah, he really just let him let him go off there, and then at the very end. It, yeah, I agree. <laughs> the uh, the the lesson there, the lesson there is that these co- these shows should continue for all eternity. Uh, and there's a time and a place for professional journalism, and there's also a time and a place for just a fan getting completely riled up and the coach giving it back to him. I don't even mind my coach giving it back to him. If I'm a Clemson fan, uh, that's what I want from Dabo. I want, want a little fire. Like I've had one bad year. I'm awesome. Deal with it. I I'm still the man here. You're gonna fire me. You're not gonna fire me. I'm the best you've ever had. It's, uh, it's, these are a ton of fun, but sometimes you get an unexpected call and that's what happened on these airwaves on Monday afternoon, the Grant and Danny program, just Grant, Grant Paulson, 
He's the man. I like Grant. You like Grant. We all love listening to Grant. And midway through the show, he gets a call. Now, obviously, Chase Young's in the news. We're talking about him, the commanders. Is he, is he underachieving? He was the number two overall draft pick. He, he's winning a lot on, on pressures, but he's not getting sacks. What's going on with Chase Young, trade deadline, etc.? And so Chase Young's dad calls in to Grant and Danny to clear the air. Here we go. Let's play the clip. So we have someone telling us it's actually Chase Young's father on the line and wants to talk about what's going on with the commanders. Is this Mr. Young, Chase's dad? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What's up with y'all? This, this is my take on sports, and this is this is my how I look at sports. In order to make comments about another guy's career or his talent or anything, I think you should have had, at some point in your life, laced up a pair of cleats or tied up a pair of tennis shoes and played a sport. So my belief is if you have never played a sport, then you shouldn't have a comment. Because, I mean... At what level? At what level do you have to have played at to have a comment? At least top high school, college, and maybe like like the few kids like Chase who actually made it, the pros. Uh, But here's the problem: I get a a lot. I get a lot of comments, negative, and I'm looking at guys like, dude, you ain't never played a sport in your life. Shut up. So I think that that's probably fair. Sometimes that it's annoying to hear from people that didn't play. I guess I would disagree. If you haven't played, you don't have a voice. That's where we disagree, though, a little bit. uh, So I'm going to run this clip. This is is Greg Young, Chase Young's dad, calling into the Grant and Danny show yesterday. Right here, 910 The Fan, Richmond, 1067 The Fan in D.C. And I'm going to let this clip run for a couple minutes. Then we're going to break it down. And Grant handles this very well. Um, And and Greg handles this very well. It's a good, solid radio disagreement here. Uh, let's, Let's play the clip, then we'll break it down. But we can quantify these things. Like, your eyeballs might say, well, he drops a lot. But I I have the numbers in front of me right now on how often he drops into coverage. Like, all this stuff is now analytically tabulated. Do you you have the numbers of how many times he's doubled and tripled compared to the other guys not getting a double or triple? Do you think T.J. Watt is never doubled or tripled? Not not as much as Chase. Oh, come on. The defensive player of the year who's had a 20-sack season. Teams go into the week and they go. You got the numbers. You say you got the numbers. Tell me the numbers. Well, I, I don't. I don't have that one. I can look it up. There are sites where I can find it. Sure. Oh, yeah, you need to look. At, okay, let me say this. Do you have the numbers on? Chase just got his first holding call last week. Ever. So a top DN like that. So you telling me he's not getting held every play? And I think he gets held uh, a lot. Oh yeah, but he got one call last week. So I, I've okay, actually asked someone. On, the about rest of these DNs, yeah, yeah, you got to look at the rest of the DNs, and then everybody doesn't play against the top offensive left tackle every week like Chase does. So he's playing the top offensive tackle. He's getting the tight end, and then he's getting the running back ship. And you know what? He's still getting there. Okay, do you have the numbers on how many times they run away from his side? They don't even come to Chase's side anymore. Do you realize if you're watching the game, I'm watching the game. And I'm looking at this. They don't even come to his side. So then your numbers go down. So, and then they get the ball out in three seconds. So most of the time, most play, like, like, like yesterday, if they were going to come to Chase's side, tight end, everybody else piles up on that side. So I already know when they're going to come to their side and when they're not. When they leave Chase one-on-one with the tackle, they're going the other way. So, yeah, your numbers do come down. 
But does every top DN in the league get the same thing coming at them every week as Chase? It's kind of like the Michael Jordan effect. Can, can I ask you a question? Everybody I mean, who played against Michael Jordan played their best game. So when people come at Chase, you got a scheme for Chase. I'm actually sympathetic to Greg Young here, okay? There's Chase Young's dad uh, on the Grant and Danny show yesterday right here on the fan. That, that's, that's where you heard it. And, and I'm not unsympathetic to him calling and standing up for his son and, and him, you know, pointing out that Chase Young is a great athlete, so opponents are less likely to go at him. Uh, you lose me at it's the Michael Jordan effect. You, you lose me at Michael Jordan effect because I, by my count, Chase Young is the third best defensive lineman on the Washington Commanders. I, I think you could just make a very compelling case. I, in my rankings, it's Payne, Allen, Young, Sweat. I think you can put them in a lot of different orders. I don't think Young towers over the other three. I also think it's a bad look for Chase Young's dad to be calling into Sports Talk Radio in the first place. I get the frustration. You don't want people talking that way about your son. I understand that. I think Grant raises a great point. You can't get mad at people who have never played football for commenting on football. Heck, I mean, we got a whole station downstairs that does nothing but but comment on the governor and comment on the president. They never, they those people have never been governor. Those people have never been president. I mean, we what are we if not a society that that analyzes and critiques things? You don't you don't have to have played football to have an opinion about football. Now, some opinions are way more valid than others. I'm not sure Pee Wee from Alabama should be getting to weigh in on everything. But Grant does his research. Grant knows his stuff. He comes back out. Like, hey, buddy, this is not this is not the situation you presented to me. The whole thing's got echoes of. Y'all remember back in the day, RG3's dad came into the locker room. That was that was a mini kerfuffle right after the game. He comes into the locker room, chats with his son. We'd never, I mean, I don't, I've never seen that before in professional sports. And it makes you wonder if you know Chase, Chase operated under this umbrella of protection under Dan Snyder. He he was favored nation status under Dan Snyder. And you get the sense that's going to change under Josh Harris. You get the sense things are different now. And I still think Chase Young can be a great player. I defended keeping him here this offseason. The skill set is undeniable. But you wonder if, and the hometown thing's real. The hometown thing's hard. Santana Moss was saying that the other day. It's hard to play in your hometown. That's Chase Young's situation. Everybody here knows him. Everybody here's got an opinion on him. If maybe he needs a fresh start somewhere else. If that would be beneficial for him. But the bottom line... Call in talk radio, alive and well. This is still where the action is. So thank you to Dabo Sweeney. Thank you to Chase Young's dad. Keeping keeping this place moving. This is where the action is. All right, we're going to step aside. We'll be back with more after this. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.